Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Switchcraft is brought to you live three times a week on Tuesdays and Thursdays at U.S. Eastern, 3 p.m. Uh, and on Saturday at whatever time I can get to it. Tune in live over at twitch.tv slash run, jump, stomp. This episode of Switchcraft is brought to you by Kimbalina66. Support Switchcraft and my other content for as little as a dollar over at patreon.com slash run, jump, stomp. Episode 253 of Nintendo Switchcraft is also brought to you by Audible. Get a free book and directly support the show by checking out Audible. Uh, They have thousands of books from every genre. If you enjoy listening to audio uh, content like a podcast, you're definitely going to like something that you find over at Audible. Uh, If you want to get a free book and uh, support the show, you can just head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash audible. Get your free book, which you get to keep forever, and support the show. It doesn't cost you anything. It's been two years. It's been two years since I started this podcast, uh, and that's because it's been two years since Nintendo announced the Nintendo Switch. Uh, Today, uh, October 20th in 2016, uh, we first saw the, uh, the, the unveiling video of the Nintendo Switch where that guy is uh, playing his switch in his uh apartment and then his dog starts barking and wants to uh, go for a walk or something and he grabs his switch puts the controllers on the sides of uh his device and uh takes it with him and we see karen uh you know standing or, or playing uh super mario odyssey in her apartment and for some reason she gets up and looks out the window, and at that same moment, people across the street are having a party on a rooftop, and they see her and wave her over. I know, it's not really <laughs> it's not really believable, uh, but she grabs the switch and brings it with her to the party. Now, I'm not saying that it's not reasonable for her to want to bring a console to a party, because we've, the switch has some awesome party games on it, um, but... I, I just thought it was weird that they happened to look at each other from across the street at the same exact moment. It was like kind of unbelievable. That being said, as soon as I saw that video, as soon as I saw that video, I thought Nintendo has something really compelling here. Nintendo has something that is going to blow up. This is going to be huge, and I decided right then I was going to make a... Nintendo Switch podcast or a Nintendo podcast, uh, mostly because I was doing another show at the time, uh, which was called Run Jump Stomp. If you're ever curious, why does Bill have Run Jump Stomp when the name of the show is Nintendo Switchcraft? Well, it's because I didn't want to buy a different domain, um, and that was the the my old podcast. And at the time, I didn't want to take over that podcast with nonstop Nintendo 
uh, stuff. It was a podcast about games in general. And I didn't want that podcast to just kind of get uh, taken over by that. So I started a separate podcast and called it Nintendo Switchcraft. And, um, you know, we've been going strong since. But the thing that I did this morning when I realized it was the two-year anniversary is I went back and I watched that video again. And Nintendo did a great job showing us what the Switch can do. And I know that a lot of people, myself included, were pretty skeptical about what Nintendo had shown us. Was it really going to be like this? And I I think that they've delivered on the promise uh, that they gave us two years ago. And if you want to feel a little bit of uh, recent nostalgia, I suggest you click on the link in the show notes. And you can find the show notes over at... um, runjumpstomp.com slash 253 and uh once you once you go there it's the it says first look at nintendo switch youtube you click on that link and it'll take you you can watch that video again and uh it brings you back to two years ago two years ago october 20th 2016 Man, it doesn't feel like it's been very long at all. Let's go racing! It's Super Mario Kart Funny Car Madness! Only on Super NES! Turn the track into a giant mud pit! Or burn rubber on ice, wood, or asphalt! Mix it up for the big boys! In hindsight, I probably shouldn't be recording the podcast right now. Right now, it's 11.43 in the morning on uh, on October 20th, as I was just saying a moment ago. But I should have waited... Uh, about an hour and 17 minutes. And the reason why I should have waited about that long is because I've currently got a giveaway going for uh, a copy of Super Mario Party for the Nintendo Switch. This was sent to me by a patron and a listener and a community member, uh, Love My Ness. And, um, you know, they were really awesome and said, hey, Bill, congratulations on 250 episodes. I want to give you this to give away. And so they sent me this in the mail and I'm currently doing a giveaway so that people can enter to win it. And that giveaway, by the time you hear this, I mean, unless you listen to it as soon as it comes out or unless you're watching live, um, that giveaway is going to be over in a little more than an hour. Uh, and so if you are watching live right now, or if you listening, or if if you're listening to this, like as soon as it comes out, then you've probably still got a chance to enter. Uh, we've talked about it on the show before. So people like right now, there's uh, a bunch of people who've entered. And, uh, if you want to join, all you got to do is go to runjumpstomp.com slash discord. Uh, once you join the discord, you can click on the giveaways channel and then you click on the little uh, party horn uh, underneath the, the, what the giveaway bot said and uh, you can enter that way. And uh, in about an hour, the, the robot will select a winner and uh, I'll reach out to them and get their address and um, I, will, I will send it to them uh, in, the, in the snail mail. Uh, so big thank you again to Love My Ness and uh, if I had... If I had thought about it, I would have waited until after recording so that I could uh, have announced the winner right here on the show. But I'll, I'll announce the winner on the next show. Uh, anyway, now that we've got that out of the way, let's talk about some some Switch news. And this one's really interesting to me. Uh, 
I was watching what the heck was I watching? I was watching this video uh, about Dark Souls, and I guess there's some sound issues with Dark Souls. And it seems like what uh, Bandai Namco has done in order to keep their file size down is they have compressed a lot of the audio more than they did on other platforms. And if you don't know much about audio, audio takes up a lot of room when it comes to a video game. Uh, So much so that... Uh, quite often when you download like a JRPG, um, you can download the Japanese voice as free DLC because they want to keep that file size down on the Switch. So what they end up doing is they just ship it with whatever the localized content is and they give you the option to download the other languages uh, as DLC if you want. That way... It's not taking up quite so much room on your Switch, but if you have room on your Switch, then you have the option to download that otherwise. Um, Because sound files are really, really big. And because they're so big, uh, a lot of times that people want to make sure that, or developers want to make sure that their game is taking up as, as little space as possible, which I appreciate. So they compress that audio. And somebody was doing a comparison video. Now, I had trouble really hearing the difference myself, but to be fair, I'm practically deaf. I've got a lot of hearing loss in my left ear, and I also have tinnitus in both ears, where my left ear is constantly ringing all day long, and I can hear it over like conversations and stuff. And if it's quiet in my right ear, I can hear my heartbeat, which is maddening. But, well, maybe that explains why I'm such a, a, a loon. Uh, but, you know, those two things together means that my hearing's not so great. So this doesn't really affect me. Uh, but in addition to having compressed audio, it sounds like, sounds like, that's not a pun, uh, but it sounds like they also removed some audio. So somebody who I, I want to say is eagle-eyed, but I don't know. I don't know what the audio equivalent is for somebody who's uh, extremely observant uh, with a lot of visual acuity. Uh, So I'm just going to say an eagle-eared player. Uh, They were playing Dark Souls Remastered on the Nintendo Switch. And they noticed that when you stab an enemy, there's a sound for the sword going in. And then when you pull the sword back out, the sound that's usually there was actually completely removed from the game. So not only did Bandai Namco um, compress a bunch of sounds, but they also removed a bunch of sounds. Now, what I would hope that they would do is what the JRPG uh, developers tend to do, where they have the compressed sound and they ship the game like that, but also offer some free DLC so that if you've got the room on your Switch you can download the full sound files and you get the full experience that you're getting on other consoles that don't have to worry quite so much about hard drive space. I think that that would be a really good compromise. And there's a lot of people who are saying, hey, tweet at 
uh, Bandai Namco and tweet it at Dark Souls and let them know that you're not happy. And I, I fully support that. And you should do that if you, if you want to get the full sound files. But what you should make sure that you do is just be nice about it. Just let them know, hey, can we just get this as free DLC? We'll gladly um, tolerate not getting the full audio if you can give us the option to get the full audio. Uh, I think that that's really the best of both worlds in the end. Um, but I, I'm curious if this is a big deal to you because, you know, most of the time when people are listening to, um, something on their switch, they're probably using a pair of crappy headphones, uh, probably not like great headphones, like most people. And, you know, Nintendo even has data that shows that, um, that, that shows that 50% of people playing on the Nintendo switch play portably. And the speaker on the system is not great. So I would assume that people are listening on just whatever earbuds that they happen to have um, that came with their phone. Most people aren't going to be plugging in super nice headphones into it. And so I think that most people probably won't hear the compressed audio or won't notice it, uh, whether their hearing is as bad as mine or not. Um, But I would say that removing sounds altogether... I don't really like that nearly as much. And I do hope that we get that as DLC. By the way, if you're watching the video and you're you're curious about this thing that I'm holding up, I'm I've got my my uh Apple headphones that came with my phone and I've got a piece of cloth wrapped around it and this is something that we're going to be putting in the Etsy shop sometime soon. It's just a piece of cloth with velcro, right? That you wrap around your cord to keep it your your headphone cord to keep it nice and neat. And then you can shove it in your pocket like that. And this one has uh, Doctor Who stuff on one side and t- the TARDIS uh, or a bunch of Doctor, T- Doctor Who faces on one side and the TARDIS on the other. Uh, my wife is going to be making these and we're going to add them to the Etsy, Etsy shop, which you can find at uh, Etsy.com slash shop slash run jump stomp. Or you can just go to runjumpstomp.com slash thank you and uh, you can follow uh, follow a link there that'll take you to that Etsy shop. And then you've got this nice little thing so that when you put your headphones in your pocket, they don't get so tangled. Uh, so this is really cool. And uh, if uh, if you're curious as to what it looks like, just go to the YouTube uh, channel and uh, check it out. And look at that. People in chat like those things. I'll have to tell my wife about that. Uh, because as soon as she gets her sewing room back, to, back in order, uh, we recently moved the window from like it was kind of off center we moved it to more of the center when we did the siding and so she's in there painting now and all of her stuff is kind of jumbled up once she gets it back in order she's going to finish sewing uh my son's halloween costume and then I'll, i'll i'll try and poke at her to say hey people want those things all right so Again, make sure you check out uh, our wet, our Etsy site because it's cool. That being said, let's move on and talk about my Nintendo. You know, speaking of Halloween, uh, I want to talk about my Nintendo Switch stats. And if you didn't know, sorry, I bumped the microphone. 
Um, if you didn't know, Nintendo sends out a newsletter, which most of the time, as soon as I get it, I just hit the archive button because I get a lot of email and uh, most of the time it's kind of useless. But this this month, the October one, they included some very interesting information and uh, it says, it says, oh, by the way, and it didn't show up at the beginning. Like you had to scroll down quite a bit to get there. It says, oh, by the way, here are some fun Nintendo Switch stats about you. And it tells you the number of hours played in the last 90 days, what your most game, most played game is of the year, and your percentile of your top game hours against other players. So, how many or uh how much of the time that you've played your most played game this year was against other players i think that that's what that means and i was really surprised to find out well well was i surprised well i was surprised to find out how much i played because i've been incredibly busy and somehow i still managed to play uh for 106 hours in the last 90 days uh, I'm sure that in the summertime that would be more, uh, but I, I managed to play for 106 hours in the last 90 days. My most played game was Fortnite. Uh, let me zoom in on this so you guys can see it too. Uh, that's my most played game this year, which that was not surprising to me. But at the same time, I was like, oh, really? Because I played a lot of different games, but Fortnite is the one that I keep going back to over and over and over again. Uh, I'm totally hooked on that game, and it's really good. And 87% of the time that I played, I, I think I'm understanding this this uh, percentage thing here. It says 87% uh, is the percentile of my top game hours against other players. So 87% of the time that I played Fortnite was against other players. You would think that would be 100%. But I guess that there's been a lot of times where I <laughs> where where I probably had Fortnite running and uh, I left it in the like in the lobby and got up and walked into the other room and forgot that it was running or something like that. And uh, maybe that's why 13% of the time I didn't play Fortnite against somebody else because it's a multiplayer-only game. There's no other way for me to play it, especially on the Switch where it doesn't have the Save the World mode. I just thought it was really interesting, and I like I, I like that they're giving this kind of information. I did see, like, one person had... had uh, uh, sent sent uh, a message to I think it was Reddit and they were like is there a way for me to opt out I don't want this information collected about me I don't think that there is a way to opt out but I don't understand the like why anybody would say that they don't want that information collected it's not like it's a bad thing I don't I didn't really understand unless they're spending all of their time playing one of those weird games where you can um, you know, those, those games that are not for kids. If you're looking, if you, well, if you're looking at the video, my eyebrows are, are going up and down and I'm, I'm winking a little bit. So you know exactly what I'm talking about. Like if that's the kind of game that you're playing and you don't want that information collected, then okay. Or maybe you don't want somebody to see that you're playing 
Maybe you've got 500 hours in the last 90 days and maybe you don't want that information out there. I wouldn't worry about it, but you know, that's just me. I'm, I'm pretty transparent. Anyway, I thought it was really interesting and I'm curious as to what your stats are. So there's lots of ways that you can get a hold of me. You can get a hold of me through email, uh, runjumpstomp at gmail.com. You can get a hold of me through uh, Twitter at runjumpstomp. You can call and leave a voicemail at 260-RUNJUMP. You can join our Discord, uh, which I gave you the link for earlier. Uh, join one of the, you know, get a hold of me one of those ways and send me a screenshot of your hours. I'm very curious as to uh, how how people are comparing to me because I felt like the number of hours that I had, which now I've forgotten what they were. I got to click and see 106 hours in the past 90 days. I think that that's a lot, but I could be wrong. And I'm curious as to where everybody uh Everybody falls on that. So please let me know. And uh, let, let's go ahead and talk about Starlink. Starlink is um, it's, it's running into some issues if you bought it at Best Buy. And uh, <laughs> it's very interesting. Uh, Ubisoft says that uh, we have been made aware that a small amount of Starlink Battle for Atlas starter packs have been shipped without a copy of the disc and or cartridge included. We are currently investigating the scope of this issue and potential solutions. So if you haven't picked up Starlink yet and you are thinking about uh, picking that game up, then I would recommend that because this is a this is an issue that is isolated to Best Buy. Now, Best Buy has said this is not a Best Buy issue. This is an Ubisoft issue. And um I want um I don't understand how that can be because the only the only people who have complained about this issue are people who have purchased the game at Best Buy. And I don't understand how that can be an Ubisoft issue instead of a Best Buy issue because it seems like what's probably happening is, you know, I worked in retail and in retail, in the back of the store uh, where the employees go, there's probably a shrink wrap machine back there. And there's probably one of those at a warehouse, too. You know, maybe Ubisoft is shipping the games to uh, Best Buy. They get to the Best Buy warehouse where they are then distributed to all of the Best Buy stores. And maybe somebody who works there. And again, I don't know this for a fact. I'm just I'm just spitballing here. I'm just guessing. Um. Maybe one of the employees there uh, at the Best Buy warehouse is saying, I'm going to grab a few of these, uh, open it up, re-shrink wrap it, and then send it back out. And uh, the person who gets it will not have uh, the game cartridge. Um, and then all they will do is just return it to Best Buy and they'll get another copy that has it. And in the meantime, I can take that game cartridge and uh, send it to sell it on eBay and make some extra money. I don't I don't know that that's happening, but I can't imagine that there's somebody at Ubisoft who is saying, "All right, this is the Best Buy shipment. Let's uh, let's steal some of the stuff out of there before we ship it to just Best Buy." If it was a problem with with Ubisoft, 
than you would think it would be happening at all of the retailers. You know, GameStop people would be complaining about this. Amazon people would be complaining about this. People who are buying it at Target. Um, it, it's really, um, I'm, I'm very curious as to how Best Buy can say it's not a Best Buy issue. That's very odd to me. Uh, Retro Luminosity in uh, chat says, interesting, yesterday I received Monster Hunter from Amazon with no cart inside. See, there's people who are working at these warehouses that are opening them up and pocketing uh, pocketing them. Uh, I remember, I think it was when the Switch first came out. Uh, I think that, I, I, I feel like I remember he- hearing about a story where somebody had bought a Switch and they opened it up and there was just a block of wood in the box where it was just to give it some heft. And I think that on on this on the show... I even said, you know, if you're going into a store and picking up your system, open the box before you leave and make sure that your system is in there so that you don't get home and then it's gone. And then you go back and you say, hey, I, I went to I went to uh, open up my switch that I just got. And the only thing in there was a block of wood. You know, they might be skeptical. They might say. Well, how do I know that you didn't take it home, take out the the system, put a block of wood in here and come back so that you can get two for one? You know, they might they might think that. So whenever you're buying uh, a video game system or a piece of electronics and you're buying it in a store in, in, in like a brick and mortar retailer, I would recommend that before you leave the store, you open it up and make sure that everything that's supposed to be in there is in there. Because there's very little to stop a dishonest employee from opening that up, taking out whatever it is that they want, closing it back up, throwing it in the shrink wrap machine, and then putting it back on the shelf. There's very little to, to stop anybody from doing that. And, you know, that that sucks that there's there, there's dishonest people out there like that. But at the same time, I mean... You, you got to protect yourself. So make sure that you check before you leave. All right. There you go. Um, Kodiak Moonwolf in chat, he says, funny story time. My friend went to his local game shop for a midnight opening and got a release as early as possible for Xbox. He didn't check until he got home. He received a PS4 copy even though he'd pre-ordered an, an Xbox copy. He was not happy. I, on the other hand, couldn't stop laughing. That's really weird because, like, the boxes look different. So there was a PS4 game in an Xbox, um, whatever the DVD, a case. There was an, a PS4 game in an Xbox case. That's really weird. That seems like somebody who's just doing it as a prank instead of, uh, no, he'd been given a PS4 copy instead of Xbox. That's what I just said. There was a PS4 game in, oh, wait, so they just gave him the wrong box and he didn't look at it? They're different colors. That's weird. Um, That's really weird. Let's move on. The more game cartridges a video game system plays, the more fun it is. I talked about the other two stories for way longer than I had anticipated, so I'm going to lightning around the rest of the stories here, and uh, make sure you check out the show notes for the full details on the rest of this, just because I don't want the episode 
to go too long. Uh, first off, on Dark Souls, before I go any further, I also got an email from uh, Jose, and he, uh, they they said that last last episode I talked about how you can pause Dark Souls, and I was really happy about that. And I asked if anybody knew if you could just hit the home button, and the answer is yes. It also pauses the game, uh, and that's even easier than hitting the sleep button. Um, in fact. Quite often when I'm playing a game on the Nintendo Switch, I don't um, I don't pause it. I just hit the home button and then I come back to it later. So uh, that's good to know. And thank you, Jose, for the email. Okay. Uh, Wargroove, which if you don't know anything about, is a game where it is basically a medieval style Advance Wars game, which is awesome. Uh, I love Advance Wars. I played the heck out of it on my Nintendo DS, not 3DS, just the original DS. And I had so much fun with that game. But uh, Wargroove is basically a medieval version of that. And it's been, I think it was supposed to come out in 2017. And then they changed that to late 2018. Uh, now they've decided to move the launch window again to quarter one 2019. They say that this is to provide players with a really robust package when the big day comes. Um, there's a whole lot of content in this game, and I'm really excited for it, but it sounds like it's going to be delayed yet again. Now, I, I hate to say delayed because they haven't given us a hard date yet anyway, so it's not really a delay, they're just moving their projection and you know they i wish that developers would just learn to just stop telling us when things are coming out until they know for sure like until the game is done uh don't tell us but there's so many things in this game it's got a skirmish mode it's got an arcade mode a campaign mode a puzzle mode it's got a map creation it's got a campaign creation so you can make your own campaign to go through uh, and you can download other people's campaigns using the content sharing. There's a lot of stuff in in uh, Wargroove. And I'm willing to wait. I'm willing to wait and uh, find out what happens later on. I'm willing to wait and get a better game. I don't want them to rush it. And um, I trust Chucklefish to make the right choice when it comes to delaying a game. Uh, Dreadlock, uh, says better than getting the devs to work 100 hour weeks. Um, he's obviously referring to the rockstar story, uh, which I'm not going to talk about on here. Uh, I did, I did cover the rockstar story on the patron podcast. So if you're a patron and you haven't listened to it yet, uh, the patron podcast, I talked for about 20 minutes about the rockstar story and my thoughts on, uh, the, how game development studios uh have like this crunch time mode so make sure that you check that out if you're a patron if you're not a patron go become one all right uh let's move on we've got this really strange story that was sent to to me uh from um droid on on twitch he sent me and not twitch on twitter uh sent me this story and this is an a, a thing that is called a game enhancer it's called the switch up game enhancer uh it's on sale at best buy and it says here the switch up by collective minds is a breakthrough accessory Ooh, breakthrough accessory 
uh, for today's Switch Gamer. Use your existing PS4 or PS3, Xbox One, or Xbox 360 controllers on your Nintendo Switch. This is not the only device to allow you to use other controllers on your Switch. But this one has an extra um, feature. It says, use mods on the Nintendo Switch, Rupee and Arrow Generation, as well as enhanced weapon modes in Zelda. Take the grind away and devastate enemies. Beat the bosses in Super Mario Odyssey. Get you past any frustration with easy Mario combos and the use of unlimited coin and moon generation. Get the 100% you've been striving for. Okay. Who wants this? I don't understand people who want to find a game to play or they want to find a way to get the game to play itself for them so that they don't have to do it. Like, what is the point of that? If you want to use your other controllers on the Switch, sure, that's fine. But having this thing build in cheats into the game, that is a really slippery slope, and I don't like it, especially... Because who's to say that this can't be used to cheat in multiplayer games? I I don't really get why anybody would want to buy this. I don't like the idea of it. But it's really odd. And it really it takes me back to the Game Genie. When I was a kid, there was a Game Genie that uh you could you plug into your to your uh console and then you would plug the cartridge into the game genie and then you could put in certain codes and it would allow you to have unlimited lives or be able to jump further in mario or whatever like that and i think it was by galoob and um nintendo actually sued galoob over it i think that they lost um but this feels like a game genie again and I don't get why anybody would want this. I don't I I don't want anybody using it if I'm playing against them in an online game. I don't want anybody using it if I'm playing with them on my team in an online game because that feels like cheating. And I know that they didn't mention anything for Fortnite or um you know Splatoon or Mario Kart, but I feel like this is the kind of thing that could be used for any of those games. So just keep in mind that that kind of thing is out there. Uh, that being said, let's move on. We've got two videos that I'm hoping that you will check out. We've got my first look at a game called Save Me Mr. Taco, which is this really interesting uh, game. It looks like it came from the days of the Game Boy and uh, it's even got like the color palette of the original Game Boy, which I've got sitting right behind me. Where is it? Right there. Um, it looks really, really good. Uh, looks, it, it, it seems like it is a game that could be played on an original Game Boy. And I had a lot of fun playing the first look at it. So make sure that you check that out over at my YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash runjumpstomp. And... Right after last episode, uh, the community who the people who are here and watching uh, here on twitch.tv slash run jump stump, the people who are here joined me in a game of Jackbox. Uh, we played one game 
And uh, that's my first look at Jackbox 5 for the Nintendo Switch. And that's also over on my YouTube channel. Make sure you check that out. We had a lot of fun. It was, uh, I, I really enjoyed the game that I played. I can't remember what it was, but the, the whole idea behind it was that you had to come up with a choice that you thought that half of the people would pick one thing and half of the people would pick the other thing. And the the more divisive the choice that you gave the people you're playing with, the better you did. And I thought that that was really cool. Uh, I'm excited to play the other modes. I don't know when I'm going to have time. Probably won't have time until uh, Thanksgiving when I've got a bunch of family over. Uh, but like I'm because I'm super busy right now. But make sure you check out those two videos over at my YouTube channel. That being said, it's time to wrap things up and get out of here. Uh, music for today's episode can be found over at runjumpstomp.com slash music. Uh, I did not decide ahead of time what the song would be, so I'm looking right now. And it's going to be by Sarah, and it will be uh, from Octopath Traveler, Olberic the Warrior Synthwave music. It's really cool. You've already heard it at the beginning of the show, and you're going to hear it again right now or soon after this don't forget that if you want to watch the full show you can come watch live over at twitch.tv slash run jump stomp like all of these awesome people did by the way if you're here and you want me to give you a shout out at the end of the show just type exclamation point here um let's see what else oh uh if you can't watch live because you're a very busy person i totally understand that i'm incredibly busy too uh, you can watch afterwards on YouTube over at youtube.com slash runjumpstomp. And if you're looking for ways to support the show, there's lots and lots of ways for you to do that. One of those ways is by checking out Audible at runjumpstomp.com slash audible. And if you're looking for any other way to support the show, just check out runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. Tons and tons of links there. Uh, some free, some not. Ways that you can support the show. You can also just review the show on Apple Podcasts. Uh, that being said, it's time to wrap things up. And, you know, the show just would not be the same without the live chatters. So I really want to thank them for being here today. Uh, we've got Johnny Link. Uh, Kodiak Moonwolf is here. He said, thank you for the great episode, Chief Nerd. Uh, what Am I Doing Studios says, love the show. Keep up the great work. We've got Retro, Luminosity, Dreadlock, Kimbalina 66 uh, who I believe was today's uh, patron as well. We've got Lumberjoke2, Spartan Parker, and uh, you guys are awesome. Thank you so much for uh, joining me while I record the show. You're great. I will see you all soon. Bye-bye.